Welcome to episode 43 of the Monster Squad with your hosts, Becky, Jen, and Abby. We're us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner monster and take this journey with us. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess a quick update. I did have my doctor's appointment yesterday. I am now a half acetaminer dilated. <laughs> so it's coming along. Um, they are, I do have another appointment coming next week on Tuesday in the morning. They do plan at that appointment to uh, schedule an induction if I don't deliver beforehand, I guess. Um, so we'll see how that goes and when that's scheduled. And then soon enough, Samara will be here. The, the, the thing I don't understand is why they schedule inductions these days. Why don't they just let nature take its course if there's no complications? Yeah. And right now you have well, they no don't, more complications, well, correct? No, I still haven't. The umbilical cord is inserted not correctly. Okay. And so they don't want me to go past 40 weeks, like, at all. Okay. Um. So, yeah, that kind of, like... If I didn't have that issue, yeah, I would be like, no. But, what but about- with Riker, yeah, I got right. induced at 39 weeks um, with him. And I don't know why. Right. <laughs> it was kind of like every appointment. They were asking me, like, oh, do you want to schedule induction? I begged to- my doctor when I had Jacqueline, and she did because she could tell how miserable I was. Well, I, now I'm at my pregnancy where I'm like, I just want her out because, like, even walking. Your eviction so, notice has been served. <laughs> yeah. It's like I get pelvic pain walking around, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, this is not like the other pregnancies. <laughs> like, I'm Are you having out. trouble, like, reaching down oh, to put on your... this is your first girl, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You carry lower with a girl, I think, right? Is that... I think. In the middle of the night, um... I get up to go to the bathroom, and I'm like... Holding the bed to walk around. To go Welcome to, to my world. <laughs> to go to the bathroom because Becky it's like, does that, and she's not. It like hurts. I'm geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts to walk, and I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with me?" Mm. I thought that said. I thought that said, Jen's rock. <laughs> no, you're my rock. Like what? Um, No, the one problem I had towards the end, pain-wise, of course, I was definitely feeling it in the pelvic area, but it I couldn't lift like my feet up even off the ground more than like an inch. I would have to John help me get my underwear. um, But it it is like more difficult, and then like even trying to get into bed is difficult. Or like if I need to turn while I'm in bed. I'm, like, making all these noises, and AJ's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to move. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of AJ, it's also our seven-year anniversary today. Itch, 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 itch. I mean, happy anniversary. Stop. (laughs) I didn't know what that meant. And then I asked AJ, I said, do you know what the seven-year itch means? And he's like, no. I was like, good. And then I explained it to him, and I'm like, you better not have that. Well, I, I've been meaning to talk to you about that since that happened because you shot me daggers because for whatever reason that day I was going, Ugh, and whatever, Yeah, you were making noises and, and every and little stuff. thing I said. And I'm like, well, damn, Becky, okay. I just was in rare form that day. I had no opinion, <laughs> good, bad, or indifferent. It was just me being crazy. Speaking of that, and 
I I do want to give a shout out to Kelly. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So, hey, if you're still bothering to listen to us after <laughs> we had Abby's baby shower for Samara this past Saturday, went over really well. We had a good turnout. Um, the guys were really engaged in the shower as well. Um, I helped Abby host it with um, games, and one of them, I should have brought the cards in that you had mm-hmm. to, like, show up there. Um, I played a game with them called Boobs or Butt. We could post that on Facebook. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Um, boobs or Butt, and, like, it, you had to guess which was which by a small, like, thumbprint That was photo. hard. The guys did really good. <laughs> well, what I thought the guys did well on, especially our, our friend Kenny... He had Lust some very witty or points. Labor. It was yeah. love or labor or lust or labor. Or love, love, or labor. Labor. love or labor. So now in this instance, it's these women's faces like the girls did good on that one. <laughs> and Kenny had a very good point at the one picture. He's like, this one is definitely lust because who puts on lipstick for labor? Right. And, and I put labor for that one. That was the one I got wrong. I put love. And I did not think of it. Think of yeah. the lipstick. But that one that was labor with her hands on her head, that was definitely wrong because that does not look like a labor photo. Who puts their hands on their head like that? She well, was like, maybe she was just didn't maybe know what she to felt do. like her head was going to pop off. Maybe that one was about to pop out of her. <laughs> but going back to Kelly, um, if you, she did mention when she walked into your shower that day that she. Got to actually meet the the voice, <laughs> um, which, by the way, is even worse today because I have been sick for a handful of days. I'm now just at the end stages. Maybe I'll get my regular voice back. I mean, there's maybe probably, she'll just be this way forever. <laughs> it's it's not much different, honestly. <laughs> but I feel I owe this woman an apology. Um, because for the life of me, I couldn't remember her name, nor did I like, normally I'm like, hi, I'm Becky. And you know, who are you? Or, you know, what's your name, whatever. And Abby, she just doesn't introduce anybody. You either figure it out or you don't. And, and she didn't bother (laughs) and, and Kelly and all, in all honesty, didn't bother offering me her name initially anyway. So the first thing I called her was Hannah. And I don't know why in a million years I called her Hannah because I know Hannah I mean, I've hung out with Hannah. We're friends on Facebook. We've had many a conversation. I knew Kelly was not Hannah. So for whatever reason that... But we all know your mind is going... My mind is is, is going. (laughs) Right. So um, as I mentioned, I was hosting the games. And there ended up being a four-way tie to one of them. And this girl, Kelly, who I've already... Or no, this was now the point where I call her Hannah... Mm-hmm. I was writing the four people's names on uh, cards to be pulled out of a little bowl to decipher the winner of the four-way tie. I thought tie. you kept calling her Brittany. After, yeah, after oh, she called yes. her Hannah. Then I switched to Brittany. <laughs> and at that point, apparently she just went along with it because I forgot to grab their... Um, I, I used twine for everybody to guess how big around Abby was and wrap it around their cards. Um, had I paid closer attention to the little game I had, I could have had that set up at the beginning and people could have cut their string and stuff as they came in and put it in a bowl for later. But instead, I'm handing it out through all the chaos of other games. And I said, just hang on to it. I'll come for it. Well, I didn't come for it. And I'm at the end basically announcing a winner. 
And she's like, you forgot Britney. And I was like, I'm Britney, bitch. Like, <laughs> like Britney Spears, right? Yeah. And for whatever reason, so I apologize, Kelly. Um, I'm assuming that maybe it didn't bother you that bad because you didn't bother to give me your real name or correct me. And if it did bother you, well, then in the future, maybe you'll give your real name. But I truly am sorry. Um, if you've been listening, you know that I'm a little... Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not all there. <laughs> me, not She calls not me Brayden. I do. her daughter and her daughter, Jen, so... Well, yesterday I was talking about Jacqueline being somebody totally doesn't even live around here. I don't know. Don't ask me who, because I can't remember already. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to get that out, but Abby's baby shower was really, really nice. I'm assuming she got a lot of great gifts. I was too busy measuring twine at that point to be any part of seeing the gift opening. But um, I really am wishing I had, you know, the Momster Squad squad. here. We are, um, we're one hell of a trio, I'll tell you. But we screwed up. We didn't take a picture of the three of us that day. Nobody was taking pictures at all because normally I'm the photographer. But I was in charge of games, so I finally said, take a picture, and then nobody bothered to get a picture of me. <laughs> Nor did we get a picture of the Momster Squad to share yet another moment that we, we spend together. Um, okay. Also, I didn't I didn't get, you know, my rock over here, Jen, to um, join in on a little um, joke. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> so while I was unraveling oh, the twine. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was doing so with AJ's best friend, Mm -hmm. RJ, and he... his name's RJ? Yeah, Mm -hmm. RJ and AJ. Funny, right? (laughs) My cousin's name's RJ. That's what what John said. He was like, RJ and AJ. All right. I'm like, well... Yeah, I can remember that. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe not. I'll just start calling him Raj. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he was helping out. We got to AJ's card of Twine. And I start to unroll it, and I looked at RJ, and I'm like, watch this. And I should have cleared Jen in for video footage, because it truly was epic. <laughs> and what happens next is Becky storms into the living room of where Abby and AJ are sitting nicely, opening their gifts, and their guests are all watching, and some are videoing and taking pictures. I'm like, wait, everybody stop what you're doing. <laughs> I'm like, you have got to see this. And I come out with the longest piece of twine you can imagine, like longer than my arms stretch wide and then some. And I'm like, Abby, do you see what AJ views you as? And I'm like, hold it up and every... (laughs) Go ahead, Jen. Explain her face and AJ's face. AJ just had pure, like, he was mortified. And like, (laughs) I I, I basically said he went white. He was white as a ghost, like... And Abby looked like she was ready to like kill him. Like what? It was their facial expressions are embedded in my head forever. Well, as long as my brain keeps working, we already know it's on the fritz. But it was, it was, um, it was funny. It was pretty epic. And I am not a good liar um, to the people I love. You know, if I got to lie about missing an appointment or something, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 
folks. I was going to say, now, uh, now nobody's going to believe it. Yeah. I don't give a flying rat's ass. Um, you know, and those are like little fibs. Like, you know, you just don't feel like getting in your car and driving somewhere. Like, all right, well, I can't, I can't make it today because my cat's sick. <laughs> you probably do use that excuse. I haven't yet, but it's a good one. <laughs> now we know. Anytime she says something about her cat being <coughs> we know what it is. I'm worried about my oldest one. She's not doing really good. Wow. And that's my pride and joy. But anyway, um, I did hold a pretty good poker face for a minute on that one. Um, and even the real Brittany is holding me so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good because I was like thinking, like, why would he think? Like, what was his thought process? And then I'm thinking, was he trying to joke around to be funny? But then I saw his face, and I was like, he looks like he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> and then I, mean, I was confused, and then finally Becky's like, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it was. I just I couldn't help myself. It was funny. It but definitely. you definitely should have clued me in so I could have gotten ready. Yeah. Well, it is. What I it don't is. know. Some of the best um, pranks are yeah. on the fly like that. And mm-hmm. it just, it wasn't something I had thought of for, you know, a month planning this thing. It just happened in the moment and I went with it. And I was glad I did because it was, it was, it was definitely freaking funny. So what kind of gifts did you get? Did you get, like, duplicates of things that you have already for Riker? No, I got, um, well, I got diapers, because we also did a diaper raffle. I won. <laughs> I got a bunch of baby clothes, um, a lot of bows, like, tons of bows. Yeah, but even more from just your Jacqueline had, I put ja- a bow, Jacqueline had a bow for every outfit. Like, I had it, when she was little, she wore bows all the time. Yeah, I had tons of bows. And now she don't um, want her hair I gave done. her a kitty cat tin. I saw Yeah, she bows. saw it because I was like, okay, what's in the tin? And then I opened it up and got bows. Were you expecting another enema? I don't know what <laughs> was going to be in there. Um, and then I got um, a few books. I got, like, a few, like, baby toy stuff. Um, you got me that play mat thing. The, the tummy mat, yeah. the water, which I know you want Well, already... at first, I was like, I don't know what this is, because oh, it's still in the plastic. that was the thing I looked at, right? Yeah, and you're like, I think it's a play mat, and I was like, okay. Um, it's the, which I had never heard of, nor used with Brayden. Uh, the first time I ever saw it was over here with you, or maybe at Kate's house, was, it's like the water yeah, with the it. toys inside, mm-hmm. and I knew you already had one, and could utilize it for Samara, but the reason I chose to get that for you is because it was. I don't know. <laughs> black and white. It's black and white and the colors are just the toys inside in the water. And I just, I thought it was different. A different kind of baby cute. My kind of baby cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you lie on this, you will transform into Aunt Becky. Yeah, but that's, like, the main stuff that I got. I mean, I didn't really need anything. That's why I got you a gift card, because I'm like, oh, good. Because I have everything from with Riker. Well, that's, like, when I've been out and about, you know, yard sailing. (coughs) I'm messaging this one constantly. Do you need this? Do you need this? I'm like, no, I don't need this. She has yet. The one time she said yes, it was for a pack and play that was free. And I should have just, John was with me. I should have just thrown it in the truck because. You could have sold it or. 
gave it away for but free. She, she like, didn't, but she did she didn't end up want. messaging back then, and yeah. said, yeah, I want it. That's the only thing she said yes to. I'm. We have now moved places. Like, it was a community sale. I'm like, John, go back. And, of course, somebody else yeah, had yoked it up. Well, it's fine because my mom ended up getting, like, one from a yard sale anyway. The I next think. time we go to the beach, especially, I'm sure the I next time we go, you'll have some I think you should bring the pack and play because that's what we did with Brayden. So that way you don't have to sit there and hold either of the babies. Um, and they don't have to be confined to just a sitting position. And you don't have to worry about the dirt and the yeah, sand well, in mean, the mouth. You don't know about that time. He might be walking around. Yeah, true. Well, should be. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, he kept trying to eat sand when we went to the beach. That was fun. Speaking of the beach, uh, what we didn't go over the last time. Yeah, um, which I'm surprised we didn't because, you know, we're the mobster squad. And we're supposed to be looking out for our kids and talking to you guys about how you would. We were too busy on Becky's exfoliation. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. My skin's still pretty smooth. Um, it's so, time for her to go back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, needless to say, um, one of the things that we should have touched base on um, with you listeners is like how you would handle a a bullying situation, whether it be at school and I'm we've touched base on bullying before but mm-hmm. this was totally like just bizarre um all of a sudden Braden comes walking up the beach I didn't notice because John had just called me so I was talking to him and Abby had said I think Braden's crying didn't hear her and then I see Braden in front of me crying and she tries to hold it together. Like, you could see that the tears were just, like, welling in the eyes. And mm-hmm. Because I've taught her to, you know, if you're not dying, there's no reason to carry on. And But I've also taught her it's okay to cry. We are allowed to have our emotions. I cry. And sometimes, not sometimes. You I cry a lot. <laughs> Damn. Right? Well, I did for 12 episodes of New Amsterdam yesterday. <laughs> I've been lying in bed with no no phone, no TV. I didn't want any of it yesterday. I finally started watching TV, started watching New Amsterdam. And I'm just getting ready to text her because I know it's a show that she watches with our friend Eileen. And I was getting ready to say... I don't even remember episode, or season one. I was like, how do you guys do this to yourself? I've cried every single episode and some of the episodes over multiple things. Where do you watch it on? Netflix. On Netflix? Yeah, that's why I, I saw it pop up. I'm like, you know what? Jen's normally in my in my wheelhouse when it comes to the things that we watch. So New Amsterdam. New yeah. Amsterdam, and they've got four seasons out. There's five, but there's the four fifth on Netflix. One, yeah, I was gonna say the fifth one just finished recently. Yeah, so. um, but in the meantime, it's like Kismet. She messages me, and we haven't even finished about Brayden. <laughs> um. She messages me the book that I had been reading a few books ago was All, all the, the Bright, Bright places. places. And we were talking about it with Jen when she was speaking of Logan and some of his actions. And I was like, I'm not at the end yet, but, you know. Oh, yeah, I remember. And. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Jen ended up watching the movie on Netflix and she's like, I cried for the last 15, 20 minutes of this movie. 
And I was like, and then I, and I'm actually crying right now because of New Amsterdam. <laughs> and I was crying because of the movie, because I was still watching And now, now she brings that to me and I'm crying because of what I read in the book and I was just a freaking mess. <laughs> So anyway, yes, it's okay to cry. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it's a good de-stressor. I, do, I think it's healthy to cry. I do have to say, so I'm not a big crier, like, when yeah. it comes to certain things. But if I'm watching a movie and it's a sad part, for whatever reason, I just fucking cry. Like, I choke up big yeah. time. An empath. Huh? An empath. Yeah. Because you... Get the feelings that you're seeing, seeing, yeah. So you're feeling their emotions, and then that's what's really, really and it actually like. I mean, when I was watching New Amsterdam, like some of the parts about you know children and whatever, like I looked up at Braden's pictures on the wall, and I'm like sobbing, like I'm like <laughs> like relating it to my own life, whether 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 I've done it or not done it, you know, like yeah, I'm I'm in there. I'm normally the one that cries more over the animal. <laughs> but I do have feelings for others. Going back to Brayden at the beach, um, she had come up and she was trying to hold it together. And I'm like, what is wrong? And she said that these teenagers threw dirt at her, or kicked dirt at her. Mm -hmm. And Abby is my witness. You could tell by the way the placement of the dirt on her body was. It definitely was splattered on yeah, her. It, it, I mean, she, I don't even think, could have done that to herself. And it was like on her cheek, on her shoulder. You could see it was splattered. Yeah. And I don't move very quickly because of my ass aches. But let me tell you what, I was up and moving. And I'm like, where? Show me now. Yeah. And in my head the whole time, I'm pissed. I'm wanting to protect my baby. But in the same sense, I'm trying to, you know, when and if I get to these kids, how, what's going to be my first sentence? Am I going to light into them? Am I going to try and pan it out? And I'd like to think I would have been like, hey, you know, what What just happened here? And get get their, you know, first reaction. That's like how I'd like to think I would have handled it. Mm -hmm. But, of course, they were gone. Brayden couldn't find them. She even ran back up to our chairs yeah, and got her binoculars. To try to look for them. <laughs> So I got that for their long dog. Um, but she she described them as being probably teenagers, three white, one black, not that that matters. Um, and we, you know, tried to find them. So I got more information out of her, like, are you sure that they specifically zeroed in on you? Did they pick it up with their hands and specifically throw it at you? Did they you know, walk towards you and like specifically pick up their foot full of dirt and fling it at you. Mm -hmm. And at that point she was like, well, I, I don't really know because she was playing in, yeah, she wasn't in the sand and the little bit of water that had separated from the ocean itself and doing her own thing. Um, so at that point I, you know, started flopping my feet. I said, sometimes when I go for a walk on the beach, I'm, you know, playful or whatever. And I'll, get a glop of sand on my foot and I, I walk, kick it. Now I'm typically aware of who's around me, mm -hmm. whereas teenagers may not be. So I would like to think that it was an accident mm -hmm. and she just happened to be in the midst of it. But that's one of those mom moments where like, how do you handle strangers, um, teenagers? That yeah, and then you got to keep in mind, you're the adult. Exactly. And they're the teenager or whatever. You can't overreact mm -hmm. because 
that's not going to be good for you. <laughs> right, especially if their parents are there because, you know, then I end up on TikTok because I'm fighting <laughs> at the beach. Um, but yeah. First she was exfoliating, now she's fighting. <laughs> like a true homeless person. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's bothersome when, you know, your mama bear instinct comes out because you think somebody's purposefully zoned in on your kid. Mm-hmm. And I think every parent can relate to that. Um so yeah. yeah, I tried to ask Mikey because I wasn't sure if he was in the water yet or not. He's like, I don't know. I he didn't see it. You know, yeah. he was playing in the water. Yeah, so I mean that happened and we didn't find the culprits. And like I said, I would just like to believe that it was an accident and she just happened to be in the line of fire. Yeah. Um, and I I told her I'm sorry that that happened to her. Um, but it was good that, you know, she had come to me slash us, Abby, immediately Mm -hmm. to tell of what had happened. Um, and also again, to be more aware of your surroundings that, you know, I mean, if you're not really sure that they did that on purpose, then you can't come and tell me that they did. And then I'm, you know, questioning or going off on these kids, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This is a little girl. And I still don't know what Braden's definition of teenager is. Yeah. You know, I they mean, could have been were just... they were they ten? Were they twenty? I, I don't know, and yeah. and I'll never know. Um, I just know that it fired me up, and apparently, when my adrenaline gets going, nothing hurts. Because <laughs> <laughs> your adrenaline's pumping, right? So, I have a a comment from back when I wasn't here. And the Abby and Becky show. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you guys were talking about smash cakes and you were saying you weren't sure where, like when it started or whatever. And so Gianna's about to be 19 in June. So 18 years ago, I did a smash cake with her on her first birthday. So that takes us back further. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when it started, but. I feel like it was around that time because I had seen somebody do it and I was like, oh, that's really an awesome idea. And then the plan was to do it like every birthday. And yeah, it only happened the first. I think I did it her second I'd say birthday. One too. is enough. <laughs> right? Well, was she was not as bad as Riker. <laughs> he like he started pumpkin. rubbing in his eyes. <laughs> and yeah. like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> she wasn't as bad as Rucker. I actually, my mom has the picture, like... Yeah, I, well, when I, I did it with Mikey, up. we had blue icing for Mikey. Uh, Jacqueline's, and, uh, Gianna's was blue, too. And his was wh- mostly white with yeah, a little bit of pink. He, um, and black. he didn't do as bad as Rucker, either. Yeah, it no. was just on his face. And he, it was cute. I got a picture of him trying to feed my mom. Aw. Yeah. That's nice. Um, I don't know. I still, I kick myself about a lot of things. So I'm going to start with the smash cake and, and lead forward to the most, um, recent thing that like hit me in the face about my parenting. Um, and you know, those of you that know me and those of you that have listened, I'm definitely on the harder side. It's not just my voice. It is in my behavior and it's not, that I'm hard, that I'm rude to people. Um, I, you know, I try to be, you know, fun and, and respectful and have manners at all times 
in all situations. Um, but so starting with the smash cake and, you know, the taking the monthly picture and I never finished my words on that episode either. Um, I was taking pictures every day. I said I wanted to make a book. Mm -hmm. The book I wanted to make, this is the part I didn't finish, was I wanted to do one picture of every day of the first year she was mm -hmm. in this world. That's a lot. Yeah, it stopped at, <laughs> it stopped at like picture number 35, I think. Um, so that never happened. Still haven't finished the baby book. But there's a lot of things that like I kick myself for that I wish I could go back and do differently. Um, like, for instance... I have Google. Everybody has, you know, phones at their at their disposal. I'm new to the area with a new baby. Everything I ever wanted. Why didn't I think to look up local parks and go there? I didn't find the first local park until she was, I believe, three years old. All that time that I could have been getting my own exercise and teaching, you know, her bird, you know, instead I'm sitting in the freaking house. Yeah. And, and. But whatever. So moving forward, you know, I also, my mother is right. That's right, mom. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, that, you know, she was enjoying how I was as, as a parent at first with Brayden because I had really softened and was, you know, really, you know, easy and sweet. And, and now I'm back to being, what's that fucking face for? <laughs> You sweet. Yeah, well, that's why I'm back to where I am, because I can't play fake. Um, I am just, and my voice doesn't help me be sweet. People think I'm yelling, and I'm not. I'm just getting my point across. It happens. It happened at your shower. You don't have to yell. I'm like, I'm not yelling. <laughs> As you're yelling. Now I'm yelling. <laughs> um. Anyway, something happened yesterday, so I'm just going to really fast forward that made me feel really bad um, that I'm definitely going to be more aware. Um, I know that I have a very short patience mm -hmm. level. Um, so and I. I, what? So do I. Do you? I think mm -hmm. it's, I was going to say a mom thing. <laughs> well, I don't know because like I was observing you talking to Mikey at the beach mm -hmm. Um or even the last time that we recorded together, it was uh, after we had gone to the beach that day. Mm -hmm. And you were talking like this to him. And and, and I'm like, well, goddamn. And you, you just have this very... She's just quiet. She is. But I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway yesterday yeah. last night like i said i've been in bed for a handful of days i haven't felt well <clears throat> i finally moved positions from the bedroom out into our front living room and still really not wanting to deal um Braden and john pretty much stayed away from me john would come in every so often do you need something do you need something so last night I said to Brayden, can you please do me a favor? Again, there's the manners. I'm not ordering her, go get this, go do that. Can you please do mommy a favor? Sure. Can you get me, I wanted my um, chapstick and I wanted my Breathe Right strips. Mm -hmm. And I said, the, the chapstick is in the nightstand drawer and the Breathe Right strips are on the nightstand. 
So she comes back with the chapstick, but with a box of um, a Vicks vapor pad that you would like put on your shirt. And I'm like, Brayden, don't you know how to read? And I feel like I'm I'm realizing I'm in a sense shaming her mm-hmm. or humiliating her, but I I don't want to view it that way because she sh- that's where common sense comes in as well. Just because I said it's in a box, that's not the only direction. What else did I say? Okay, um, but I feel like I get aggressive about it, and this is where it takes the turn that I know that I do is because she was genuinely worried and upset in my bedroom because she could not find that box of breathe rate strips. And I have flipped out on her before. I'm like, if I get up and I find it exactly where I fucking told you it is. I say that. You do too? (laughs) Okay. So then I'm not the only one. That makes me feel a little bit better. It also makes me realize I learned it from you. And I usually... (laughs) I usually had... Uh, like something like I'm gonna throw it at you or something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I do think I've hardened back up because of this one. I was soft till I met her, and I got here, and she's I like, "I have four kids, okay." I was, she's the one that I was taught nice me when I only had one. She was the one that taught me because I would try and work it out with the kids. She's like, "They're fucking kids. They're gonna keep fighting. Tell them to work it out and get the fuck out of our faces." Well, then Becky Cho went back to hard. Thank you, Jennifer. There's your answer, Mom. (laughs) But she's sitting on the side of the bed, and I got up already with the thought in my head that I knew my child was freaking out. And she, as soon as I walked in the bedroom, she's like, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. And normally in this situation, I'll come in, and I'm, like, flinging things. And I'm like, it's right freaking here. And I collected myself before I walked in. And my nightstand turned into quite the mess because I was sick. So it was like empty bottle of water, empty this. My tissue, my garbage can was overflowing, which John had taken care of that. But it wasn't my normal everything in its nice place. And she's like, I I really tried. I really tried. And I picked up a, a paper towel and then I looked in the nightstand drawer. Normally I would be, I mean, flinging things because I'm mad that she couldn't find it. Kept my cool. And I'm like, okay, let's assess the situation. We have both looked in the drawer. We have both looked on the nightstand. It's not there. What do you think the next possible place it could be? See what a mess this is? Do you think maybe it fell off and went in between the nightstand and the bed or under the bed? And I haven't been able to bend over these last five days, not because of my stomach, but because my head. Mm -hmm. I have literally fallen out a couple times. Fortunately, I've been near my bed where I have not fallen and hurt myself, but I've been super dizzy. And I was like, can you please bend down and look and see to find it, whatever. So sure enough, she found it. She handed it to me. She's like, I'm so sorry I didn't do that on my own. I'm like, Brayden, I don't ever want to make you feel incompetent. That is not my goal. Um, And, you know, I think Jennifer worded it best in a meme she recently shared on her own personal Facebook page. And while she looks for that, um, I want to introduce you guys to a small little book, um, Raise Your Child's Self-Esteem. 99 easy things to do. 
The fact that you worry about being a good mom means you already are one. So that that hits home. And I do worry because I don't I don't want my daughter to be scared of me. Yeah. You know, and I don't think she is. She laughs in my face half the time, but <laughs> I flipped through this. These are all little like one page things with the exception of the introduction of this book. Mm-hmm. Again, the title of it is Raise Your Child's Self-Esteem, 99 Easy Things to Do. It is by Nancy Krulik and illustrated by Amanda Haley. Um, It is a um, scholastic edition, and I have not read them all, um, but there's a lot of things that hits home with me. So I do want to read the introduction because I think that's the most important before we maybe hit a couple of key points. So, <coughs> let me clear my throat. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still a little stuffy um, and froggy. <laughs> All right. So, the introduction is as follows. It says, if there's one singular message in this book, it is this. Take the time to show your children how wonderful, unique, and special they are. Be there for them through the good and the bad. Be their cheerleader, teacher, and confidant, Mm -hmm. and show them that there is nothing you would rather do than be with them. Self-esteem isn't something you're born with. In some ways, it's something you're given, like a gift. When children are very young, they develop much much of their sense of self-worth by studying how others perceive them. If children only receive negative reinforcement, they won't think much of themselves. But if they get praise and encouragement often enough, they begin to develop a sense of pride in themselves that will sustain them for the rest of their lives. Every child is special. Each one has unique talents and abilities that set him or her apart from everyone else. It's our job as parents to make sure that our children know just how remarkable they are. Mm -hmm. If they grow up filled with self-esteem, they will have the courage and confidence to go out into the world and try new things, to respect other people's ideas, and to face challenges with a sense that they can do anything they put their minds to. And in the end, isn't that what parenting is all about? Do you ladies have any comments based on that? Um, with your own personal experience or things you've done or haven't done based Uh, upon... Well, I didn't do it with any really... I mean, I always tell my kids, like, either they're beautiful or whatever. Summer has gone to her head now, but... (laughs) uh, I have something to say about that, too. (laughs) um, Jacqueline, like, mainly with her, because she she seems to be, like, the most emotional one Mm -hmm. out of the four of them. And so I, like, every day, she actually has a poster she came home from school with, and I told her, I was like, every morning, read this poster to yourself, like, before you get dressed. And it's like, um, I am strong, I am beautiful, I am smart, like, mm-hmm. affirmatives, mm-hmm. and, um, or, is that what they're called? Yeah. 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 And, uh, Affirmations. Yeah. Inspirational. Yeah. Affirmation. Um, yeah. 
So, but I also always tell her like every day, usually when I put her to bed or first thing in the morning, I'll be like, you know, like you are so beautiful. Like don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise. Well, let me, if I may interrupt on the beautiful portion of it. Um, the one thing that I swore I wasn't going to do with Brayden was focusing on your beautiful. Um, and I do tell her, you know, oh, you're so pretty, you're so beautiful. But I, I talked to my mom long and hard about it because that's outside that we don't need to be telling our children that they're beautiful. I mean, yeah, of course, compliment them. But I'll say, look at that big, beautiful brain of yours. As opposed to her as the, on the outside, well, I, beautiful. I, I usually add, like, you're so smart. Right. Like I think beautiful caring. should be in in the sentences or the, or the uh, words of affirmation that you're going to use. I feel right. like beautiful or handsome, in your case, for your sons. I feel like that should be one of the last words that we use as opposed to the first or even second or third. Um because we, one thing I was, was taught by my mother as well is you can be the most stunning, gorgeous, beautiful woman in the world. But, but if you are nasty mm-hmm. and rude, mm-hmm. your beauty goes right out the freaking door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you need to work on your inner. Good for you. You're freaking hot. Bravo. But you're a douchebag. Yeah. Sorry. But your beauty just went out the window. No, I don't find beauty at all in somebody that's like me yeah yeah that wasn't about me that was a man well that's like <laughs> that's like when i was a teenager um i'm not gonna blast the person because i actually just kind of got back in touch with rekindled. them rekindled okay well not no, rekindled. you know who you are no <laughs> um out the window <laughs> uh but when i was like 14 15 i had the biggest crush on this person like Mm -hmm. really really big crush (coughs) and but he was older than me Mm -hmm. and so whatever it was nothing like well my sister decided we were all at a family function and uh it was his family and and we were there because we were friends with his family and the ironic thing is is (laughs) the house we were at (laughs) was like less than a mile on the same road down the road from where Chris lived. <laughs> anyway, uh, but my sister, he was playing basketball, and my sister was like, uh, My sister has a crush on you. And he was like, Yeah, all the girls have a crush on me. And uh, I was like, Ew. Yeah. And no longer. So that, and yeah, that that's like, cocky. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, and, and I was like, uh, yeah. yeah, never mind. Well, um, if I'm to, to use my mother again, um, apparently through her childhood, it wasn't until her teenage years that she really slimmed out and looked beautiful, but she was picked on her entire elementary middle school life for being chubby and, and this and that and the other thing. And she remembered that. You know, yeah, you, 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 get, you get you yeah. get you get in high school and all of a sudden these guys that were picking on you for being a fatso now want to date you. She wasn't giving them the chance. Mm-hmm. And anybody going back to self-esteem, anybody with any sort of self-esteem should not fall into that trap. Oh, he's so cute. He likes me now. No, no 
Absolutely not. Mm -mm. I don't care how good looking he is. Clearly, he proved himself to be a dick. Yeah. Bottom line. And and yeah, you're in elementary school. The kids are learning, too. Mm. You know, so there is some sort of a, a balance that you might have to weigh it out a little bit. But no. Just, I mean, I, I believe in second chances, but no. Um, Not if she's on like, page 33. I'm on, on no, I am on things to do, oh, number sorry. 33. Number 33. <laughs> um, just, Who would have thunk it? And I, I'm just picking these at random, and let's, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Randomly pick 33? No, this one wasn't random, but I haven't read it. I have not read it yet. And ironically, it does have like a little kitty, which looks like it maybe has headphones on or something. It's in a sleeping bag with a plant next to it and some animal crackers. And the cat is eating animal it's crackers? Not, it's not actually eating. It just has a box of them next to it. I don't know. I didn't talk to Amanda <laughs> Haley. She illustrated it. <laughs> um, but it says, um, have the sleepover at your house sometimes. And to make your sleepover just a little more special, why not give it a theme like a safari? Ask the children to wear animal pajamas. Have them eat animal crackers and roar like lions before they go to bed. I don't know how the hell that handles with <laughs> self-esteem. Um, but there there was one. Um, this one's a good one. Um, number nine is teach your child that can't is not forever. With a little hard work, your child will learn a new skill and turn I can't into I can. Mm -hmm. And I believe we discussed that from one of the award ceremonies that you had gone to with the paper and pushing yeah, through no. it. Um, um, just, I'll just read a few and then you guys pop in ideas about how you've, how you've taught your child or anything that you've Yeah, I mean, with the can't can thing, I've always talked to my children of, like, anytime they say, I can't, I said, don't ever say you can't. Yeah. You didn't even try or. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have, to, there are things that we can't do, so. But we, we should I usually will be like, did you try? And if they say no, well, it was like, so how do you know you can't do it if you didn't even try? Mm -hmm. I I actually Especially came, with Jacqueline. <laughs> I had come across a TikTok. It's about a four-minute uh, TikTok that I shared to my personal Facebook page. Um, and it was this guy. Did I already speak about this? That he was at, like, Home Depot or Lowe's or something. And he was picking up concrete. I don't think so. Um, he needed yes, the truck or something about. Yeah, but yeah. did I talk about it on yes. here? I think it was last week. I remember. I might have. Um, basically, he realized he was in the middle of a learning experience. Yeah. And his little boy, they were they had the one guy was returning 12 bags of concrete as the other guy needed 12 bags of concrete. So the guy that needed said, hey. You mind if we just put them from your truck into mine instead of loading them here and then me back up? So they were working together, loading things, and there was one bag of concrete left. And the boy, I think the guy said, was maybe 10 or 11 years old-ish. And the father said, come on, boy, get that bag of concrete to the tailgate. And they're like 80-pound bags of concrete. And this boy was like, I can't, I can't. And he's like... I don't have all day or whatever. He's like, you're going to move that bag of concrete. And the man telling the story was like, sir, I, I think that's a little heavy. I can just jump up there and get it. 
And the father of the boy was like, no, he will do it. And the, the man telling the story and witnessing that he was like in the middle of a real life learning experience was, I dropped the book. Um, he watched this boy just trying with all his might. And he was like backing up, you know, using his, his back against the tailgate and pushing with his feet and so on and so forth. And, you know, to the point where he was crying and like snot and spit just coming out of him and carrying on. And, and, you know, he said it took like six, seven minutes or something like that. But by, by God, that boy got that concrete to the tailgate and his father was very particular and want it touching any part of the bed of the truck. He wanted it past that on crease and on that tailgate. And Hail Mary, this, this boy did it. And when he did it, he ended up feeling a sense of accomplishment mm -hmm. and still crying and mad and, and spit and spew, whatever the boy ended up hugging his father and was proud of himself that he accomplished this task. And the point of it is you have to sometimes go through that pain to realize that you can't, you, you can't quit. Anything can, anything can be done. Sometimes we all need help, mm -hmm. but we, I realized I have been an enabler for Brayden where I just, we've talked about that too, from one of the other books I brought in Yeah, is that I just step in, forget it. I'll do it. Mm -hmm. because it's quicker and I just want it done. Well, it's not going to help. It's not, no, not to mention her brain's going to be like, well, I screw whether I can't do it. I don't want to do it. Mom will do it. If I just sit around long enough and complain, Yeah, you know? Um, so, which, and that's actually been like a conversation between you and I for a few years, but I can't remember off the top of my head now what it was because <coughs> whatever it is, Brayden does it by herself now. I don't know. I can't think of what it was, but I would be like, you know, Jacqueline does that by herself. Brayden should be able to do it by herself. Okay. So that also boils into, like I said, my kid is pretty smart. All of our children are. Mm -hmm. um, and of course I'm biased. I'm going to say that. <laughs> um, but you know, even John was like, you're getting up every morning. You're picking out her clothes. You're doing this. So, I, I stepped back. Mm -hmm. Brayden has been dressing herself. She's been doing a fantastic job at it. She's been matching. Um, the only thing she still can't do, she can't put her hair up in a ponytail. Um, she still gives me the I can't on that. Um, I mean, that, that's understandable. Yeah. Because it is something you have to learn. You have and, and work at. I mean, Jacqueline I, tries, but it's... <laughs> Not Brayden can braid her hair. She's doing small little braids in her hair here That's and good. there. So she, you know, she can do that. She's working on those things. Um, well, I have the picture from, I think it was like one of the last times Brayden was at gymnastics before um, she was out where her hair was down or had felt fallen out from when I put it up. And I have video of Jacqueline sitting there trying to put her hair in a ponytail yeah. for her. Which I think is great, too. Yeah. One child helping the other. Um, let me ask you guys this question, because this popped into my head now, too, about enabling our children. I feel that the marketing world is 
an enabler of ways because at nine years old, now my child has tied her own shoes. It was in kindergarten and then she really learned in first grade. It was actually a homework assignment. Mm -hmm. But 90% of the shoes, 99% of the shoes my child has are slip-ons. Yes, so can I, but I can still tie a shoe. Can your children tie a shoe and do it well? Yeah, they can tie shoes sometimes because yours are a little older than ours. Yeah, so they can definitely tie shoes sometimes, like with Mikey's. So he plays soccer, his cleats, I have to like retie them. Um, more of the fact that like the the knot isn't the ma- tight enough. And the material yeah, of the actual like, thing, it's different. Yeah, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But I could see how that, because most of Mikey's shoes or Ava's shoes, they're already, like, easy that you could just slip on, that they don't have to tie every day. So that thought process of, like, you're constantly the doing something. repetitive yeah. learning is um, not I mean, there. I, I, Jacqueline does know how to tie, all my kids know how to tie their shoes. Um... But ja- like Jacqueline's shoes are mainly slip-ons, and ever since Logan got Crocs, that's like all he wears. Yeah, Mikey like only wears. Yeah, his Crocs. but I feel at that but age I don't, of Logan and Mikey, they my shoes are probably better at it because they've had more time to do it. Yeah. So but like even like my shoes, I if, when I get new pairs of shoes. I will, if they have laces, I tie them to where I can just slip my foot in. That's a, more of a convenience yeah. issue. That's not that. I really don't know how to do this, no, so let me get it done I didn't know how to do no, it. I, I know. said I prefer. That's what I'm saying. Feet. It's not you not knowing how to do it and getting it done once. It's a convenience issue. Yeah. Um, so here I just blamed the marketing world. Um, and convenience is a good thing for all of us. Life is busy. Life is fast paced. We got things to do. Um, but instead of it just me blaming the marketing world, is it us as parents? Should we be specifically purchasing shoes with laces for them at certain ages and enforcing that they wear them so that they get this repetitive thing going on? Or should we set aside time during the day when they get home from school, that you're going to sit there and tie and untie your shoe for I an mean, hour. they teach them in school how to tie shoes, too. Because that all my kids learned how to tie shoes in school. I cannot teach somebody how to tie a shoe. I have to have the shoe facing, like, as it would be on my foot yeah. to tie it. I have a well, that's hard how time. I taught Brayden. She sat like, on reverse. my lap, and I yeah, went in front of it. For them. I can. I just, it's. Weird. I just Brayden, I have video of her tying her own shoe. Mm-hmm. Well, I, we did it. We also did it when we were homeschooling in 2020. Right. They had to do it. Yeah. And I remember doing it with them, which is probably why Jacqueline knew before school, because I did it with Brayden. I know Brayden can do it, but it's still it not as... It takes too long. Right. <laughs> I'm like, just get out of the way. Right. Well, and there she we takes go. a long time for everything. <laughs> And that's what turned me into a beast on Easter. Mm. You want to hear about that? How was Easter? Um, oh, <laughs> we, Lord. we didn't get to This is the first together. holiday that Jen and I did not spend together in years. Did and you do the egg hunt? No, nope, we didn't it, do that. And so the family. And it ended up being, granted, our yard was flooded all day. 
But we could have done it. But it did end up front. being nice we done all it in day. Abby's yard. Could have done it in Her Jessie's. Her yard floods too. Maybe Jessie's. My yard doesn't really flood. Mine gets, my okay. front yard only I, really gets I, soggy. We were, it doesn't. We kept looking out the window and looking, and uh, I feel that bad. Poor Jesse said she's stuffed like so many freaking eggs. Did uh, I didn't see that? She told me we uh, were having a, a one-on-one, and she's like, "I'm already, girl," because we were gonna possibly get together Wednesday night. Um, I asked her if she was off all week because Monday. I had the issue last Monday and the issue where my dogs ran out after Jackie. Do you know about that? No. Um, I had woken up last Monday and I let my dogs outside off their leash with no fence. Mm. You have all been there and you see that my dogs are pretty well trained. They stay in the yard for the most part. They hang out with me. When I say in the house, they come. Mm -hmm. But John had not let them out before he went to work that morning. So they were dying to get outside. And our friend Jesse's aunt was in town and was taking, um, Aunt Jackie was taking Jesse's dog, Bella. Bella. I almost said Luna. I had the L in there. <laughs> um, taking Bella for a walk. Just as I open my door, my dog shoot down the stairs and um, Jackie comes right at the end of the house mm. and my dogs left the yard and went after Bella, mm. but they weren't, they weren't going after Bella. They weren't biting her. They weren't attacking her, but you see two dogs, no matter how big or how small running at you. And I could see Jackie's face yeah. and I felt bad for Bella because Bella doesn't get out and go for walks often. She's a very shy dog and she's so sweet. As I she love really Bella. is. And she ended up escaping the collar. So now she's free my dogs are back in the yard, but they're they're still, like, on the edge, like, protecting their territory. Bella is now trying to run back to her house. So she's like, I need to get the fuck out yep. of here. And instead of staying on the road, Bella decided to cut the corner of my yard. Mm-hmm. Now, and you know this, you know how this goes, because you and I yeah. tried to walk our dogs together. You had Maddie in my grass. Yeah. Charlie went after her. You're on my territory. Mm-hmm. That doesn't fly. You're in the road. Yeah, I'll, I'll meet you. We'll sniff it out and see where it goes. Yeah. So, hmm. Then we're talking about Easter. That was not Easter. Yeah. That was Monday beforehand. You were talking about uh, how many eggs. Oh, so I had gotten a hold of Jesse, and I was like, "I'm like, oh my god! I please tell Jackie, I am so sorry." And I even said to Jackie as she was walking away, I was like, did you pee a little? (laughs) I'm sorry, Jackie. But she goes, it's okay. I wear pads. (laughs) I said, me too. (laughs) You know, after you have babies and, 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 you know, the geriatrics sets in, you know. They're in that damn word. I don't know. I actually actually learned it from New Amsterdam yesterday. Because the... the, Oh, that explains it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But Easter ended up being a soggy event here in the state of South Carolina. Um, It was unfortunate for multiple reasons. A, the kids. Well, hold on, hold on. So before we get to Easter, Friday was Chris's birthday. Yeah. I did not take him to CW's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Um, He did, however, end up having the day off from work. Um, they gave him the option to work or stay home. So he decided to stay home because uh, they really didn't have 
and you say it's my him. birthday, I don't want to work. Yeah. Well, they're like, if you want to come in, we could find something for you okay. to do. So he stayed home. Um, and the night before, he, if he didn't say it, I never would have even thought about it. He said, oh, it's going to be nice. You're going to want to go to Lowe's. And I was like, I will. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and he's like, really? You don't want to go to Lowe's so we could get the wood to finish the countertops? And I was like, oh, well, now that you said it. So Friday ended up being beautiful out. So we did go to Lowe's. Um, we did get all the wood and then it got windy and everything. But so we couldn't burn the wood how we want to do it. Um he did get four pieces done. So then on, uh, I took him out to Eugene, Eugenia's. Eugenia's. Yeah. Was that your first house. time going there? No. No, we went no. together. Uh, I've been there for breakfast with Becky, and this was the second time Chris and I have been there. We've tried to go there, um, but there's always, like, such a long wait. So really? he was like. We he was once. like, let's go early. He's like, let's go at like 4.35 so we beat the crowd mm-hmm. because it's Friday. And, and he's like, and that way we could just, you know, relax and hang out. I was like, all right, that's fine with me. So we went. It was probably about like 4.45 when we left the hood. And I ended up picking up McDonald's for the kids. And then um, we just kind of hung out. And then it fucking rained. It started raining Friday night. What are you doing? None of your business. It started raining Friday night. And then all day Saturday. She's doing I'm, she is I'm remembering where we are, but I'm not writing the same thing she is. Um, I can't remember on my own. I need some help from my friends. So then, um, oh, Saturday morning. Oh, I took Summer for the third time for her permit test oh. Friday. <laughs> She failed again. She failed again. Oh so my god! We're going summer for the fourth time this Friday. Um, <coughs> she uh, did she ever fix her nail? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chris ended up bringing her to get her nail. Listeners, fixed. that moves into back to Abby's baby shower. Apparently, Summer broke her nail just hours after having them professionally oh, yeah. done. Well, that was Saturday. I didn't get there Saturday morning. Me and Summer left. I dropped her off at the nail place and I went to food shop and I went food shopping. And then when I was done, she was done. We go back. Then we go to Abby's baby shower and at Abby's baby shower, somehow uh, our friend Jory ended up knocking her pinky nail off. (laughs) And yeah, so um, Chris ended up bringing her after the baby shower to go get it fixed um, because I was cooking or something. I don't know. I was like, well, do you want to eat or do you want to wait? <laughs> like, because I could be cooking while you're bringing Did they them. charge her for it? No. No. Oh, that's good. Um, and then Sunday. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. You know, Sunday was Easter. So because I got on your ass. Back to Easter. Well, I got, oh, on, yeah, your, what was- I got on your ass at Abby's baby shower because you're like, are you like, who cares? You, blah, blah, blah. Well, I didn't know why you were leaving. Also, oh. you're like, I gotta go. I have to get Summer's nail fixed. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? 
You're going to drive your kid to go fix a fake nail, deal with it. And you're like, we just went this morning and, and paid spent 75 And she's like, dollars. so I'm going. And I'm like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. But to just, no, I don't do all that extra bullshit. Um, but. So, and now we're back to East Bay. So, yeah, Jory, of course. So you guys had all left. And now it's Jory and Morgan. Hi, Jory and Morgan. Hello. We'll see you in a few days. Yeah, we got or a week. A week. A week. They got Jory's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you still couldn't hear it last week well, that, on the actual yeah, It might be the way that it's updated. We're, we are clearer. You guys especially it's can hear you now. Yes. Yeah, I actually sound quieter, I think, in them. I think it's ever since the system updated, that's when it's changed, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's so us, it was the Monster you, Squad. You, Jory, Morgan. Me, Jory, and Morgan, and actually AJ had stepped in. I don't know if he was a part of the Easter egg conversation, but I was like, oh my God. I'm like, Kate already left. Jen already left. I was like, what are we doing for Easter? And Jory's like, well, the rain's supposed to end by nine. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm already feeling sick. I said, the only reason why I'm here is because Abby approved it. Abby was like, if you feel good enough to come, I was like, I don't want to push you. But I don't care that you're sick. I want you here. <laughs> and she's at first, she's like, I'll t- I think I'm taking a COVID test. I was like, take it after the party. <laughs> oh, she, she admitted it. I was not going to throw you under the bus for that. She's like, take it after the party because she didn't, you know, if I did have COVID, then I couldn't come knowing that I had. Becky doesn't have COVID, by the way. <laughs> no, I took the test twice. It came up negative. But I did come here at the beginning of feeling sick. And I gave it my all that day. I, I, it took me everything and I came in and I was like normal Becky. And as soon as I walked out the door, it was like my body knew I wasn't on stage anymore. <laughs> and I just freaking, I had all I could do to drive my car back to my house. Um, but Jory, which is like 500 feet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I only drove that day because I it had, was raining. So, do you know, I still have a garbage bag full of balloons in Braden's playroom. Oh, I can take some pictures for you. Why do you have a garbage Because I started blowing the balloons the night before thinking I would be prepared. And I'm like... And then she left them at her house. (laughs) But... And Brayden helped. She blew up two. And then Captain helped. He popped one while it was tied in the garbage bag with the others. And I threw it in Brayden's playroom. Or I had Brayden throw it in her playroom. And I'm like, well, this is dumb. My whole car is going to be full of garbage bags of balloons when I can just bring this little bag and do it there. Um... Huh. So, Jory, we're talking, and of course, our friends, Jory and Morgan, they live in North Carolina. They're about two hours away from us. Um, so, you know, when, when they are here, we try and spend as much time as possible with them. Right. And I got the third degree when the girls came knocking at the door on Friday and I didn't come uh, out and say hello. Well, that's when, that's He's why like, I was like, wait, you didn't know about the wood, but you weren't standing outside. Right. We were all standing Jory outside talking me, about it. And he was like, yeah, hi to you too. I'm like, I am sick. I was like, I am lying down. I just took nighttime medicine. I have to try and be my best for tomorrow for Abby. So no, I did not come say hi. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> so... Jory and I decided, he kind of decided, he's like, you know what? He's like, because we're like hemming and hawing, what are we going to do? 
And we wanted to push for it more because Jory was here with his girls and Morgan's son. And, you know, we wanted it to be the normal family get together and the kids go hog wild. But Mother Nature did not cooperate. Jory was like, you know what? Fuck well, it. no, before that. Oh, go ahead. Jory goes, fuck it. He's like, you know what? Put them in play clothes and let them get dirty. I was like, you know what? You're right. Fuck it. And we high fived. And that was that. But then we went into texting with the whole group of us. So, well, first it was you and I texting, and I don't even know what we were texting about. I didn't say anything. I was just seeing what everybody else was saying. I was like, I guess this is going to determine what's going to happen. Well, I was like, our side yard gets flooded. Like, it was flooded at that moment. And she's like, oh, I didn't think about that. She's like, go to the group text, and you... I'm like, what the fuck she want me to say? That's right. I was like... And then (laughs) she doesn't want to be the one to say Right, but then she threw me under the bus in the group text. I said, go to Because you said, said, Jory and I decided it was on rain or shine. I said, well, more Jory than me. And then she writes in the group text, Becky and Jory decided. (laughs) I'm like, motherfucker. Well, I was not getting thrown under the bus. I I didn't even want to do it to begin with. Well, but it ended up not happening anyway. And, and then I was supposed to host Easter at my house this year because Jen wasn't really in the mood, but she still planned on cooking. And I'm like, well, I still want us to be together. Our family is to be together. This is what we do. And um, Jen had texted me that night. I didn't respond to you till the next morning. Um, she said, you know, if you wake up and you're not feeling it, it's okay. We don't have to come over. And she's like, I'll just send a tray of food over. And I text her. I'm like, I'm dipping. I'm done. I can't. I can't. And she's like, you, uh, this is my official cancellation text or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, okay. And then I said, when the food's ready, I'll send a tray of food over. And then she didn't answer me. And then you answered me a little bit, like, later in the afternoon. I'm just sleeping. And she's like, but I'm going back to sleep now. So <laughs> I texted John, and I was like, hey, I don't know if Becky told you, but food will be done, like, between 4 and 5, and I'll make a tray and send it over for you guys. And he was like, okay, cool, thanks. And she did, and he came in and presented me a plate, which I scarfed down, because I hadn't eaten anything since your shower. Um, now what did you, what did your family end up doing for Easter? We went to my brother's house and we spent it there. We had a feast and it was nice. And my grandparents were there and. And that's why I didn't extend the invite to you because as her and I were. we usually go to my brother's. Well, that's because that day of your shower when I was leaving, I was like, you know, 11 o'clock, are you guys going to come to the egg hunt? Blah, blah, blah. And I felt like you were kind of sitting there like you didn't have plans. And I would have more than... No, I had plans. I mean, if it, <laughs> I think for me, it's an unspoken thing. Like, if any of us don't have plans with our families, I think we should just all come together, which a lot of the times we have. Yeah, like anyway, 2020. This all started about Brayden taking forever to do anything, um, Abby, Um Half an hour later, look, I flipped back to it again, and I didn't mean to. Page or, 33. Or, um, number 33. Easy things to do, number 33. Anyway, I turned into a bear on Easter morning. Um, she came in and woke me up first and said, the bunny was here. And mind you, I had all I could do to even be the bunny. 
Um, first of all, I had hard boiled the eggs on Friday and on Saturday I took them out of the fridge. When I got home from your shower, I said, John, you're in charge of coloring. Well, they, she colored and drew on her eggs. Not a single picture of the process, not a single picture of one of the eggs. You should have known that was going to happen. I know. I said, where's the pictures? He's like, look, I'm only one person. I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> try being a fucking mom. <laughs> God damn it. So, you have to give certain instructions to the men or they it, don't it has to be specific. You're in charge of making sure she gets the eggs colored. That's Please why, take a photo of the process. That's why when they went to Donuts for Dads, I told Jacqueline, like, earlier in the day, the day before, I said, hey, they have a photo booth. When they posted the pictures yeah, ready yeah, for yeah. tomorrow, I'm like, they have a photo booth, so you better make sure you tell Daddy you want to take a picture in the photo booth. And then I told him, and I said, you better make sure you give somebody your phone and take a picture of you and Jacqueline. <laughs> yeah, I, said, t- I told AJ to make sure he took a picture. He actually told me that he wasn't going, because he did send me the picture right away, but he's like, I actually have thought about not sending it to you right away and waiting until you asked for it. I was like, and I was going to ask for it. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to be patient. <laughs> right. Um. Well... Brayden woke me. I said, go get your father up and then I'll get out of bed because they both stayed away from me in the bedroom. I'm like, you shouldn't even be in here. I don't want you to get sick. So then I can hear her milling around in the living room right next to me. I'm like, Brayden. She's like, yeah. I'm like, did you wake up your father? She said, no, I'm scared too. Because <laughs> as a matter of fact, she coined him as Walter, the... Puppet Jeff Dunham does that, uh, that yeah. John the is old Walter. Grump, grumpy <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so anyway, we both got up and the egg hunt was fun. John had hid the colored eggs. And then in the middle of the night, I got up every bit of energy and I made my mother, of course, had sent a package from her and Grampy. And I put that out. I made the Easter Bunny basket and I made our basket and set it out. I took a picture and posted it, and then there's no... I've posted nothing since, I don't think. Um, but she enjoyed looking for the eggs. She found the golden egg. Um, you know, and so that was fun. And then I'm like, okay, you know, how about your baskets? And she's just like, oh, my God, so slow. And she should be able to sit and enjoy it. We had the whole day. But because I was sick and I literally, I mean, I was dizzy. I was having all I could do to keep my eyes open. Finally, and now I'm trying to take video of her opening Grammy's package. And (laughs) I deleted the video. Yeah, she told me yesterday. She's like, I deleted it because the way I sounded. (laughs) I mean, forget the way I sound as far as being sick. I was like, ugh. Like, I was huffing and puffing. I'm like, I was, oh, I, I was horrible. And I feel really bad. And the only thing I can do, any of us can do as parents, is move forward from our actions. We all have our moments. But if I'm trying to teach my child to remain calm and not throw a temper tantrum and have patience, if if you have to lead by example, and clearly that was not a good example. And of course, my reaction to what was going on pissed off John. 
And he's like, this is supposed to be a fun day. I said, you're one to talk. You ruin every other fucking holiday. <laughs> God. So then that started a thing, and he stormed out of the room, and poor Braden's like, <laughs> like what pouting. the fuck? <laughs> poor kid. Um, <laughs> so here's a couple of good ones, too, going back to the book of raising uh, Raise Your Child's Self-Esteem. Um, number 10, resist the urge to say, I told you so. Any thoughts on that? I've said that before. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah. yeah, like when, you know, you tell them, if you keep doing that, you're going to get hurt. And then or they get hurt. recently, like, I told I, you so. Yeah, or yeah. I've had it where, like, I say, oh, don't uh, make sure you place this item somewhere where you know where it's at so you don't lose it. And they end up losing, losing it. it. And it's like, I told you, that's on you. I don't know what else. Yeah, I would say I told you so is probably a big one for me, too. And mainly the example you just gave, Jen, about, you know, if you do this, you're going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. And then Braden is a lot like me with the defiance. Um, you know, the stove is hot. Oh, is it? Ow! You know, and I'm like, what did I tell you? Does mommy know what she's freaking talking Jack about? Actually <laughs> <laughs> this was probably Ouch, like a year or two ago. Um, this is actually where I learned if you get burned, put, um, flour on it because it take it pulls the burn and it won't be red. And my mom told me. I have a burn mark from the oven. Jacqueline. Yeah, well, I you're do supposed on my to hands. do it when you burn yourself. Well, yeah, obviously <laughs> this is old. Um, I don't even know. I had just finished cooking and Jacqueline for some, she was standing there talking to me and for like no reason whatsoever went like this to the freaking stovetop and I was like what are you doing it's hot and she obviously regretted it immediately yeah. and um that's when my mom was like oh put I read put flour on it and we did we put her hand in flour and left it on for a little bit and then washed it off and her hand wasn't red. It wasn't blistered. Nothing. And she wasn't feeling the pain anymore either. Nope. It took the. She That's said as soon as she put the flower on, it took the sting away. Nice. Yeah, my brother when he was younger, um, they had like the stoves with the coils, mm -hmm. and he stuck his hand on there, and it was bad. Like they had to go to the hospital. My sister. Um, like, my sister touched. The, my dad was cooking on the grill. Mm -hmm. We were having a party or something, and my sister put her hand on the grill, and they had to take her to the hospital, and she slept in the recliner with her hand in a bucket of ice. Raiden just put sparklers on her head. <laughs> and now she's traumatized by sparkles. <laughs> and my dumb ass doesn't remember and gives her a sparkler like, candle. Yeah, Oh, no. I should put that video or the, the, the us thing into her. She's like, oh, no, no. Nope, she, nope, she's nope, trying to push nope, through. Nope, now. Uh -uh. <laughs> All right. So let's fly through a couple of these. Um, tell your child you love him or her at least once a day. What number is that? Number one. Oh. I'm, I'm just going back I mean, to that. Should be a, That's a, a, that yeah. should be a given. If you don't tell your child you love him, then you're just horrible. You shouldn't have children. <laughs> Excuse me, that's the sick cough still. I apologize. Uh, number two, take your child's feelings seriously. Try not to say he or she will grow out of it or that it's not that bad. And 
I'm telling you, I've flipped through a lot of these. I see yeah. your face, Abby. Because yeah. I think about, especially because we, my son, Michael, he's very emotional sometimes. Like Jackin. And Jackin. <laughs> so there's some things where he takes to heart, and I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, parenting's not easy, and I'm sure we're all guilty of, of some of these things. Like, when I was reading through this, And again, I didn't read every single page, but it seemed like everything I flipped to on the day that I brought this book home, I was like, oh, my God, I'm a horrible mom. Oh, my God, I'm a horrible. Oh, my God, I'm a horrible mom. Well, at least you say I love you. I Oh, I tell that child so much. I can't like I just want to squeeze her to death (laughs) in a good way. Um, number three, let your child know it's okay to make mistakes and admit your own, mm-hmm. like give examples of your own mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, and, and then it, it goes into some fun activities that you can do with your child. Um, number four says make a board game about your child's life. Each space on the board can mark an accomplishment your child has made since he or she was born. Start at the beginning with the first time they smiled or when they rolled over and move on to include the first book here she read to you and the first time you went to nursery school or camp. Um, Number five, laugh at your child's jokes even when you don't get them. (laughs) It says ha on there. Number six, praise your child's efforts without worrying about the results. Which is where I have a tendency to, I do it with John too, and he fucking hates it. And I get it, and I'm trying to break myself of it. But you do the, you did all this, but what about this? Mm-hmm. And I do it with Brayden, I do it with John, and I've probably even done it with you guys. Um, so that's, that's something I need to work on as a human being. Um, number seven, I think. I try to help you with that one, because I'll be like, yeah. But he did that. Right. I know. you. Try. I try and help, John. I try. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, take your child's picture each year on the first day of school. Don't forget do to look back to see how much they've grown. I, I know we all do I that. I do that. And I take it on the last day of school. Um, encourage your child to ask questions and research the answers together. Mm-hmm. Um did that one pay attention to your child's random acts of kindness and be sure to thank him or her for them Mm -hmm. this is i'm gonna maybe stop reading any of these um for the day and we'll go on to something else but i want to stop at that one specifically Mm -hmm. so i'm worried that either i went wrong i know my child cares about other people Um, we've talked a lot about how Brayden's, you know, just Brayden, that she's different and not normal in a good way and an interesting way. Um, she really isn't an evil child. She's just, it's a, (laughs) she's not evil. Anywho, um, here's my thing. Um, so I encourage Brayden, and it's not so much encourage, but it's more enforce. Grampy's birthday is coming up. You got to make a card. And I know my child is a good artist, but she has put the brakes on that big time. She does not put her best efforts 
into what I know she can do. You think because she's being forced to? I tried to help to? with that too. I know. Um, no, because I'm not. I'm not forcing her to do the artwork so much. It's it's but doing a card. I'm like, think of all the things that these the people I'm asking you to make cards for. Think about all the nice things that they've done for you out of the kindness of their heart. The least you can do is put a little effort into the card you're making for them. So, but here's my thing: Why at this age, at nine, she's a smart kid. She's a talented kid. Why isn't she having these thoughts on her own? Like for her parents, for instance. Okay. Hold on. So, Jacqueline, Chris's birthday was Friday. I told Jacqueline for like two or three days, Daddy's birthday's Friday. Why don't you make him a card? Ooh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Jacqueline, did you make Daddy's card? No, not yet. I'm going to do it. Jacqueline, did you make Daddy's card? No. The day of Chris's birthday, I'm putting her to bed. I never made daddy's birthday card. Well, you could do it tomorrow morning when you wake up. He'll still appreciate it. Yep. Nope. She never made it. But I've also watched Jacqueline at my house be very happy to sit down and make a card for Grammy, um, which is, you know, no blood relation whatsoever. You know, it's Brayden's grandmother. Although I never did give it to Grammy because she was supposed to. She wanted to finish it. My mom. Oh, the wolf. No, my mom loves likes wolves too, and because uh, their maiden name is Lupo, which is like it means wolf or something in Italian. I don't know. Don't shoot me. But um, <laughs> uh, Jacqueline wanted for Christmas wanted to paint my mom. Sorry, a little delay there. Delayed reaction. <laughs> uh, wanted to paint my mom a wolf picture, mm-hmm. and she never did. So, Abby, because I feel like this has turned into the Jen and Becky show, you've been really silent today. <laughs> um, oh, t- hey, by the way, if you didn't know, Abby is here today. <laughs> Abby's here, and I actually was going to bow out today just because of how I've been feeling. Um, but I couldn't let you guys down. and couldn't, couldn't let you miss me. Um, Abby, with your children, Mikey, Ava, Aubrey, um, have they made things for you on their own as they've gotten older? I know where you're going because you're so excited about it and you should be, but let Abby answer the fucking question. <laughs> I didn't I'm just happy she's actually, Jen's actually talking for a yeah. change. Um, no, I think like when they were younger, they did things like that, but as they get older, I think it's just with age, it's just. Kind of like know. they're not really interested or they're not really paying attention to what's going on around them other than their selves. So I don't agree with that. And I, I, hold on. I used to agree with that. However, um, I think it was last, not like this past Christmas, the Christmas before. So Christmas 2021. Gianna actually went above and beyond and like got me a whole whole bunch of things for Christmas. Like hmm. normally they don't ever none of them ever get me unless Well maybe at a certain ask. age they'll yeah. be old enough to be like, wow, I realize like how teenage much my age, mother yeah, is but, yeah. for me. Uh, yeah, it's more teen obviously you're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And you're not there yet. No. But I am there <laughs> twice. Uh well no shit three, three times. times. Um but for Easter summer was actually very, very um, she messaged me during the week and asked, 
she gave me like four colors or something and said pick two and I'm like okay why she's like just do it and I was like fine so I I think I picked blue and pink she had like green yellow blue and pink mm-hmm. and um so I said blue and pink and she actually made me a card and it said hold on I gotta that's very it. sweet it said uh that it's interrupting it says happy easter i love you so much i appreciate everything you do for me thank you for always being there for me summer and then you turn the page and it's i thought it was a chick it's an egg (laughs) i thought it was a chick too (laughs) it's an egg with a mouth and then really small it says happy easter with an easter bunny um so that was really sweet. So yeah, I do. And it's, I it's things like that though that like when you are worrying if you're a bad mom or any and you get stuff. those kind of things. Yeah, right. and like I had, I had actually Gianna was the same age as Summer when I had that moment with her, not to me, but she had you know uh, basically told off her sperm donor, and <laughs> in the text. Or in the messages, you know, she, because she showed them to me, you know, she basically said, you know, I blamed my mom for so many years on why I didn't see you when Mm -hmm. really it was you. I have to compliment you, Jen, on you. You are very strong. Um, For one example is (laughs) when when Summer decided she wanted to go live with her dad. And, of course, you didn't want your baby to go. And that was probably one of the hardest things. Ever. But you know what? You let her go, and and look what happened. She came back. Mm-hmm. And even if she didn't come back, that wouldn't have meant that she loved you any less. And but you, I, I that was a very hard choice that you made. Um, I cried myself to sleep. I want to like know weeks. with you girls. Um, do you ever guilt your children? Okay, you're looking at me like, what do I mean? Yeah. Okay, so going <laughs> like back what? going back to the cards, for instance. So, yes, I I tell Brayden, hey, Nanny and Grandpa Bob's anniversary is coming. Make them a card. Grammy and Grampy, you know, hey, Daddy. And then my birthday or something comes. Daddy should be encouraging Brayden to do something for me. Like, hey, sit down and do something nice for your mother. Okay, she is nine. You should understand I do. Now. I do understand that. that but these were things that I mean, were... Daddy. Daddy is not. Daddy is might as well be fucking nine. <laughs> I, because he should be stepping up for those moments for me to make it special. Okay? And maybe because this, again, my mother raised me this way. We did thank you cards. We did this. We did this. So I guess I'm following in her footsteps. But, so yes, uh, I'm sorry, Easter, where it it was not a normal Easter. I stuck around long enough to get the eggs found and the baskets opened and be a bitch. and went back to bed the rest of the day. But before I went back to bed, when she finished opening everything, I said, I was like, so um, where's mommy and daddy's Easter card? And she got, you know, very solemn. And you could see that I hit her hard with my words. And she's like, I I thought about it. I really did. I meant to do it. I'm like, the the day is not over. She's like, and of course, she's picked up how I've blamed her father for things. She's like, but we're already awake and we live in the same house. I messed up. (laughs) And I'm like, I was like, well, I'm like, you need to start thinking for yourself. 
And when I mean thinking for yourself, I mean thinking about yourself. Think about others. Think about everything that other people do for you and maybe show them a little gratitude. Good night. <laughs> Jesus, Becky. Right? I know, I know. Does that make me a bad mom? No, but I'm, you're hard. Because I'm trying to enforce niceties. <laughs> you you know. can't force it. Well, so how is she going to... She's going to have to learn it on her own. She's going to she have... She needs somebody has, to encourage yeah, it. Yeah, but it has to be true to her heart. It can't be like, because I'm forced to. It has yeah. to be on her I own. agree with that. And she did do those things when she was little and actually, like, taking my phone in the morning and YouTubing how to draw this or how to draw that. Like, Hey, she's just at an age where it's just like a little rut. Is what I would say. And and I do believe as she gets older, she'll do the same thing that Summer just did for you and whatever. But in the meantime, outside of the Sanford house, for her grandparents that live 800 miles away, the least they could do, the least she could do is do something nice for them because that's all those people do is think about her. Mm-hmm. All they want to do is be with her. And it's been almost a decade and they've hardly had any time to watch this child grow. The least they could do is have artwork to hang up in their house from her to them. And no, I don't want to force her to do it. But when it comes to a birthday or a special occasion, I believe it's very important that your child sits down and writes something to those people. That's that's my thoughts. Listeners, if you care, uh, you've got a little bit of time. We're doing our uh, listener we'll stories. Or we're doing our listener stories in two weeks. Um, you know, if, if you have anything to add to what I said, good, bad, or indifferent, if you disagree with me, you agree with me, how do you deal with your children doing nice things for others? Um, I can take it. It hurts that she doesn't have the thought, but I mean, Jacqueline does it on her own terms. I never force her. Like I might suggest something, but she'll do it like when I don't remember what it was, but she wrote you that, like, I'm sorry or whatever. Like, that was all on her own terms. and that was really sweet. Mm -hmm. Well, before you go on whatever you were doing, um, (laughs) because your conversation reminded me, earlier today I saw a TikTok, and I sent it to AJ, and I said, oh, when, like, Riker and Samara are a little older, like, I would love this for, like, one of my birthdays. It's this little girl, and... The dad comes in with the little girl, and they wake the mom up from bed. They're they're both singing her happy birth, and she's, like, she has to be, like, three. And she's holding cupcakes and cards, and she's singing it. And then she's like, look what we got you. And it was the most adorable thing. And And I said, I would love this for one of my birthdays. And that's where the dad has to come into play Mm -hmm. to think about the mom. Now, out of the three of the dadsters, uh... AJ probably is the one to do it. Facts. Straight fucking facts. <laughs> Sorry, John and Chris, but facts. John has taken Brayden but to I feel the like store to buy I would, this stuff. But it's only because I showed him that. You know, it right. wouldn't have been a would have thought. Been, I don't know. I, I agree with John. I think AJ would be the first to think of it on his own. Um, when I met John, John wasn't into holidays, and I think it's because of how he grew up. He was considered the black sheep of his family. He Mm -hmm. was pawned off on his aunts and whatever, Um, and he just, you know, holidays didn't mean much because his family didn't treat him the way he should have been treated, Mm -hmm. and 
I'm sorry if any of his family has caught on that we're doing this podcast. Um, but John, in my opinion, again, I'm biased. He's my husband. But of the half siblings that he has, John is the best of all three of them as far as, as his work ethic and his kindness and whatever. Um, but I I can say the last time Brayden, I think, wrote something to me was Halloween. She put it on my nightstand and she had turned on the TV and noticed that Hocus Pocus 2 was available on streaming. And she had written that note to me and put it on my nightstand, um, which I still haven't watched it. And the three of us. Oh, were, yeah. <laughs> and the three of us were supposed to watch it together. We could always watch it. Yeah, well, that ship has sailed. I actually liked it better than the first one. No, I loved the first one. It was The second one was cute, but I'm always like originals. Um, this actually, I, I'm skipping ahead in this book. I want to tell you one more thing, and we can probably wrap it up unless you ladies have anything else to add. But you had mentioned, Jen, um, and I was going to say it, about um, when you told me something, well, Jacqueline is doing this. This is something Braden has thrown back in my face. Like uh, a couple years ago, a year or two years ago, I mentioned Renette, um, who is your niece. Um, I said, she's reading chapter books already, Braden. She's like, yeah, well, you told me that I should be me. I'm not Renette. I'm Brayden. So that gets thrown back in our face. We want our kids to be at the age level where they're doing age-appropriate things. Um, you know, I've used Sophie, which is Jory's daughter. I've used Jacqueline, obviously Jen's daughter. And, you know, Mikey and Ava doing chores and stuff like that. And she throws that back in my face, which is probably a good thing because the other side of comparing your, your child to someone else is if they jump off a bridge, would you do it too? Oh, I say that all the time. So, I mean, that goes back and forth. You want to say, hey, well, Jacqueline's uh, 10 months younger than you and she's already doing this. What's your problem? And I don't say it like that mm-hmm. to her. But number 13 in this book says don't treat all of your children exactly alike. Each one has different needs. And I'm very well aware of that, but... See, I learned that because, you know, I had Gianna who was talking full sentences by the time she was 18 months and super smart. And then Summer, which I don't know if you noticed, the video I posted, she was singing, she had the... It was like Katy Perry song or something on my old ass freaking Nokia phone. And she was like singing the songs, but she doesn't really talk. And at this point, she was like two and a half, three. Mm -hmm. And she's just kind of like, like, and like trying to say the words because she was (coughs) really late with walking, talking, everything. Mm -hmm. Becky's having a hard time here. I think it's time to go. Wrap it up. I yeah, I yeah. started cramping from <laughs> sitting too long. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> but but opinions um, of our listeners, you know, we would love to hear them. Again, let's agree to disagree. If you don't like some of the things we've said, or should I say, I've said, <laughs> um, then so be it. That's okay. But I am open. We all are to constructive criticism, um, comparisons on how you raise your children. Um, us moms, momsters, uh, slash dadsters, us parents, we, 
need to feed off of each other. It says somebody came up with the term, it takes a village. And I really do believe in that um, because something that I could be doing wrong that I can get sight from my friends or in this case, now that we've opened ourselves up to the world, you know, some constructive criticism and well, instead of this, you could do this or add this to that. Mm -hmm. So let's, you know, let's hear what you guys got to say. Give us some stories. Do your kids make cards for you on your on, on their own? How old are they? Did they stop at a certain age? Did they restart at a certain age? Do you encourage them to make cards for other family members that don't live in your house for special occasions? Um, let's hear it. <laughs> All right. Now, you can always follow our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, The Monster Squad, or at Monster Squad. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok, the underscore monster underscore squad. Um, you can also find us on YouTube. And any mom stories or topics um, you may have, please email them to the monster squad at outlook.com. In the title, put topic or mom story. And then let us know if you would like us to use your name, where you're from, or if you would like to remain anonymous. Anonymous. Jen! Other than that, thank you for listening to The, the Momster Squad. Squad.